This is Jason Christoph for Podcast 135, and today we'll do a little talk about people who need what's killing them. Or that's their argument anyway. They will always argue with you uh, that they emphatically need what's destroying them, what's destroying their communities, what's making them sick, and what's making them miserable. And when you ask them, would you like to remove what's making you sick, miserable, and depressed, they come at you like you're trying to hurt them. And this is very common today in relation, say, to the COVID vaccines. It's just another installation. So COVID might look like a new psychological operation, but it's a continuation of many previous psychological operations One of them is brainwashing and using propaganda and mind control to make people demand what disempowers them, what makes them sick, what makes them financially destitute, what makes them depressed and miserable. And the people are programmed to demand it. So it's not just something new. For example, how do you think government got here in the first place? Have you noticed everybody sort of accepts government? You can imagine at one time that the idea of someone telling you what to do and stealing your money to take for themselves and their friends while restricting your freedom probably wasn't widely accepted as the best we could do regarding managing the society. So how did it get into place at all like all over the world. How is it today that where you're born, there's rarely a place that doesn't have government, even though government does not benefit absolutely everybody? Because this is the mind control I'm trying to allude to in today's podcast, is that they're very clever at basically going all over the world and establishing these fake countries with fake flags that are run by the same group. And if you haven't noticed, every country is walking, as they say, lockstep with all the dictates all at once, all all about the COVID vaccine, all the COVID policies, all the COVID restrictions getting done all at once, primarily all over the world at the same time. So we do have these fake flags and fake country names to disguise the fact. And this is what we've always had. It's just pretty obvious now, but it's not obvious to everybody. They think that somehow the world is, you know, the altruistic governments are meeting behind the scene in saying that everybody must lock down and take this non-vaccine. It's not even a vaccine, of course, because classical definitions of classical medical and scientific definitions will dictate that if you're going to call something a vaccine, it has to provide immunity. And this COVID injection, non-vaccine, does not provide any immunity or resistance to COVID. And they're very clever. It doesn't have to. All you have to do is be an expert on mind control. And 80% of mind control is repetition. So most of these agendas that I'm going to allude to today regarding People demanding, absolutely demanding, and can't demanding what ruins them, ruins their family, ruins their children. They can't seem to envision anything outside their annihilation. They can't even fathom it. They can't consider it. They can't ponder it. 
if you bring it up, you're attacked like you're the enemy. And this is the trick of getting people to cheerlead and demand what's destroying them. Government is just one aspect of that. There's No one benefits from government. Absolutely no one. Not even the people who are stealing the money from the general population because they lose their souls. And of course, they're going to try to tell you that your soul and your spirit isn't a real thing. And when your soul leaves because it's embarrassed to be housed inside your body, given what you're doing, you become like an empty vessel. You get no direction from the creator. You get no direction from the ether. You're, you're not going to be able to derive any sort of deep satisfaction or happiness from your life here on the planet. And anybody sort of <clears throat> government is the theft, legalized theft, taking money from people who work hard and giving it to people who don't want to work hard and giving it to people who solidify and work inside this infrastructure that just perpetuates government to deeper and deeper degrees throughout the entire population. No one benefits from government. Like, are we really to believe that somewhere somebody would not be better off with all their money that they earned? Are we, are, like, what are we talking about here? Are we really so far away from rational thought and logical discussion that somewhere that, that people, the population, great swaths of the population believe that they would not be better off with the 100% of the fruits of their own labor? And how can we not be better off without government restricting our freedoms at every turn? There's no one in the world that benefits from a corrupt force stealing their money, giving it to their friends, and then restricting our freedom to do anything about it. No one benefits from that. Public schooling is another one. You see every government official, when they're running for office, they will talk about who's going to give the most money to the school system and the medical system, which we'll get to eventually, this medical system. And everybody can't imagine having children and raising the children themselves. And we don't have to go too far back. Uh, I think it was the late 1700s. There were no schools. The, 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 the children were property of the families and were used as labor to make sure the families survive. And then the elite masquerading as an altruistic force called government says we could mind control and brainwash and use propaganda to come get the children to work for us and do our bidding. And that's when government school was launched. Government schooling is literally a brainwashing camp. And we'll put up in the show notes uh, Charlotte Isserby, who worked for in the Department of Education under Ronald Reagan, will put John Taylor Gatto, uh, the most famous public school teacher in all of history, and some of his books that he's uh, that they've allowed to be printed free uh, on the internet. So you can understand they don't even try to hide this about the public schooling. It's there to absolutely destroy the creativity and the intelligence of the children. But when you talk to a parent today, they demand it. They can't really even, you know, if you get down to the nuts and bolts of it, 
you know, they consider it the raw, the, you know, the short end of the stick or the raw deal to raise their own children because this is how these mind control operations work over generations and generations because human behavior is simple. Most humans do what they're doing because the human next to them is doing the same. And so they just fly out of the womb and that's all they've seen is that children are raised by the government. As Malcolm X said, only a fool will let his enemy educate his children. And this is what's going on. The, the government itself, the philosophy behind government is evil and dark and it's, it's rotting. And if you haven't noticed, the kids are getting more and more stunned, less and less employable as the decades go on, because that's the design of the government schooling, because what they want is a docile, easily bullied, easily dominated population. And you can't, you can't rule lions. You can only rule lambs. And so this government school system is basically a factory a, a production factory to pump out unintelligent, unemployable children so that they can be unintelligent, unemployable adults that are easily manhandled by the evil forces that are behind government. And yet people absolutely demand more schooling, more support. After school programs, they don't want to see their children whatsoever. And so you're demanding the destruction of your children. And the reason the schools are there because you've demanded government. Everything, you're, the, the reason most people's lives are off the rails is because they are actively demanding the very things that are destroying them. And until they start realizing, like Mark Twain said, it's easier to fool someone than to convince them they've been fooled. Until people are brave enough and courageous enough to say, yeah, I've probably been fooled, and they start using their resources to stop demand, it's like, stop demanding what's killing you and destroying you. How quick would your life turn around? It's like, if you were to be at a hot air, uh, hot air balloon uh, sort of convention or launch, you know, where these hot air balloons launch, and you just cut the rope that holds the hot air balloon down, how much effort is really involved with the hot air balloon rising from the ground? It's nothing at all. It's, it's effortless. And this is what will happen in your life if you stop cheerleading and demanding and ushering in what's destroying you. Some people, I know some people, I, I remember working out of the gym one time, and this, the, you know, this guy who thinks he represents God leaning into me and says, yeah, you were born a sinner, right? And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to catch that line that you just threw out of the boat. And he, he couldn't understand. He, was, he, he spent 15 minutes trying to convince me that I'm born a sinner. Again, like if you were to go to any other institution other than the church, and this is the, the mind control of the, of the entire operation, and someone calls you an asshole, every Sunday for the first seven years of your life. Are you telling me you don't think that's going to impact your psyche in a negative way? But oh no, the way mind control, brainwashing, and propaganda works, the average person demanding that their kids be called sinners, they're proud to bring them to the, to the church. There's rated R 
uh, ratings on movies that involve blood and gore, and they're just happy to parade their kids into, you know, a stone structure. There's a dead man nailed to lumber, bleeding and dead. So are, are you missing the psychology of that? Are you literally putting in time, putting in effort, bringing yourself, like your dad brought you, your mom and dad brought you, their grandparents brought them, but you're not understanding. That kind of repetitive impact in psychology of a dead man nailed to lumber and someone up there saying you're born a sinner and that you know, God got you wrong and that you know the best you can do is put your head down for the rest of your life and apologize for being alive, I'm not too sure if you're aware that that's just another manipulation. Does that wash everything good about religion out the door? No, but are you smart enough to see what's destroying you? Are you intelligent enough to look and say, I like this, but this doesn't make any sense, and I know it's destroying me, so I'm going to reject it? Or you'd stop thinking a long time ago because the government brainwashing camp told you that questioning things will get you an F because that's how that operation works. What about the people who demand, I need my TV, I need my movies, I need my TV shows? I'll put up in the show notes a cache of mind control documentaries focusing on TV and movies. Your TV and movie screens are bona fide military weapons. They're proven to change your belief systems, your ideas, your thoughts, and your behaviors based on repetitive content exposure to the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind counts repetitive content throughout all the TV shows you've watched in your life, all the movies you've watched in your life. And the reason the subconscious mind does that, oddly enough, that's its natural function. It loves you. It wants to protect you. And that's how it protects you. Counting repetitive content is an extension of how it protects you. Because the most repetitive content in your environment that it picks up represents what the majority is thinking, doing, and uh, what beliefs they hold. So basically, if you emulate that, if you emulate the majority's beliefs and thoughts and behaviors you're safer. And that's what the safety mechanism is all about. Analyze the environment, look for the repetitive content, force you to act it out in, a, in an attempt to be safer or more secure in your environment. This all goes on subconsciously, which means outside your conscious awareness. So the people who rule you, who implement these mind control campaigns where they get you begging and pleading for the things that are designed to destroy you. Movies and TV screens are exactly in that category. People are going out, I got a 55 inch, I got a 65 inch. Yeah, they're talking about their TVs, not their phallus. I got an 85 inch. And <clears throat> they're so proud to be spending two, three, four thousand dollars. They got the big cable package. And nothing on the screen is there to make your life better. It's there to absolutely destroy you because the repetitive content is purposely picked to be negative. It's purposely picked to be drinking and smoking and hedonism and women at the mall and plastic surgeries and who's got the bigger fake breasts and who's got the tighter booty and who's... It's just a race to the bottom. It's an absolute race to the bottom. And the people who rule us have a saying, what's on the, what's on the screen 
uh, in the morning will be on the street at night because humans copy, mimic, and emulate the repetitive content of everything they take in through the eyes. And people demand it. Oh, I, I need my TV. They need a little bit of TV every night. And they wonder why their lives are in the shitter. Because they're not understanding everything they're participating, actively volunteering for in a day is a weapon to make sure they're an easily ruled slave in a diseased body, disempowered body, depressed body, and disoriented body. And if they would just let go and cut the ropes of the hot air balloon, they would just rise up. But the mind control is thick. And it's there to make sure to produce these obedient, compliant, reflexively obedient super slaves who literally will look the government right in the eye, which is a mind control program on its own, and demand their worst lives, demand they be destroyed, demand their children be destroyed, demand they be poisoned, demand they be depressed. And the government will just give you more of, more of the same as the solution if you're not aware of what's going on. What about the people who need alcohol? Like, what are we talking about? There's alcohol poisoning. Have you ever heard of it? Of course you have. Have you heard of cauliflower poisoning? Of course you haven't. And people, like, we'll put in the show notes a cachet, an article. Cancer has been, I mean, it's been known to cause cancer a long time. Uh, sorry, alcohol's been known to cause cancer for a long time. Out in the news again, any amount known to cause cancer. Alcohol is proven, every ounce of alcohol, I think, takes about 16 minutes off your life. And people absolutely love it, even in Canada. And it causes brain damage. It causes, like I said, cancer. Shortens your lifespan in any amount. And these people are responding. They can't stop. They can't stop because the movies and the TV shows have made the red wine alcoholic some sort of mythical hero in our society is that you're not really living the good life unless you're drinking wine and if you haven't noticed some of these agendas are intertwined why do you think they use wine as a repetitive ceremony inside the church and when you think about that like what are you really doing there um you're pretending to drink the blood of a man and eat the body of a man so where do you think that a ritual originated? If you can think, if you dare think for yourself, I know where it comes from because it goes back a lot longer. It's not going back. The end is, you know, the starting point of any ceremony where they're pretending to drink the blood of a human and eat the flesh of a human. You go read a book by Whitney Prattney called The Devil Take the Youngest and you'll see where that, where that goes. And... Again, back to the alcohol with the, the red wine consumption. So your kid's sitting there. You know how many repetitions of a theme or an idea or a pattern has been proven to impact the subconscious mind in order to change its behavior? Uh, two. Two or more will impact the subconscious mind to change your behavior. That means when your kid goes to church and sees in their first seven years of life 400 imprints of a priest drinking red wine and it only takes two imprints to change behavior that person that child will grow to an adult and will want to try red wine 
will want to drink red wine. And the most abused alcohol in the world today, you guessed it, red wine. Because people are demanding and ushering in and saying, I want my worst life delivered to my door in 30 minutes or less. And people will say it's healthy in moderation. No, it's never been proven healthy in moderation. And if you dare think for yourself, you could look out and see someone that drinks red wine on a nightly basis. They look like they got dragged through a hedge ass backwards. They're not healthy. And the person with the most healthy person you know is going to be the person who abstains from alcohol. Is it square not to drink, uh, drink alcohol? Well, they'll advertise it as such. But you can see there's some big problems with these arguments when it's proven to cause cancer and shorten your lifespan in any quantity consumed. And again, the person's like, I need my wine. I need a drink. I need to relax. It doesn't relax you. It just, how, how does hurting your body poisoning your body so that you're less energetic you know the next day how does that relax you what it does is it numbs you it's there all a lot of the things on the list here are there to numb people to the to the pain of their shitty lives because they're demanding those shitty lives and then it confuses them like why why aren't things working out for me why, why don't I have financial abundance? Why am I overweight? Why am I depressed? Why am I confused? Why are things getting harder as I age? Like you're gaining experience. So you have more time on the earth. So you've observed things and do cost benefit analysis in your own head. But your life gets worse. You have less money, less happiness, less satisfaction. And it's because you're, most people are under mind control. They can't figure it out that most of the things they do in a day, the majority of their effort in a day is to demand their worst life and never let go. It's like a pit bull on a poodle. They won't let it, they won't ungrip their teeth. Let it go. You don't need alcohol. You don't need poison. And if you do, you got to start thinking about where that idea came from. And if you have any scientific validity to back it, any scientific research, or even any, any basic observational analysis in your, own, in your own life to say people who drink red wine or white wine or are healthier, happier people, you're not going to find any evidence of that whatsoever. And I mean, alcohol kills 7 million people a year on a planet where 58 million people die annually. So, and that's prematurely. So why would that why would that be a major contributor to premature death if it was so healthy for you? What about the weed? What about in Canada where they legalize the weed and people are in the mind control around it? They they need it. They say it's medicine. The THC. Same trick. Over and over and over again. They just keep making sure you invest your time and your resources, your financial resources, your spirit, your soul in your worst existence. Now, the reason they want you on the THC because it's another numbing agent. So if you're numb to the crappy life you're living, you're not going to do anything about it. And they profit from you staying in that zone. You can't rule healthy, vital, and strong people. You can only rule dependent 
sick and unhealthy people. THC is part of that. And the great thing about the THC as a ruler, it's, uh, if I was a ruler, it's a very heavily effective chemical because it gives uh, atrophy to the hippocampus in the mind. Now, atrophy means shrinkage, and uh, the hippocampus is there to warn of danger. So when you're the cabal, when you're the Freemasonic order masquerading as an altruistic government, a.k.a. the Illuminati, they, of course, would love the part of your brain that warns you of danger to be atrophied, and that's what the THC does, and it numbs you. Your brain doesn't work as good. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm so enlightened when I'm high. Well, why can't you drive a car if, you're, if your brain's working better? Of course your brain's not working better. That's why you can't drive a car. But of course, you know, the advertising, the propaganda, the mind control around THC, they'll say it's a medicine. Well, medicine is something you take for a short amount of time, a short duration, and then when you're better, you stop. That's what medicine is. So whether it's uh, honey or whether it's um, some other medic, you know, medicine, I prefer natural medicine. Maybe it's orange juice. Like if I get like a common cold, I'll drink uh, five, six glasses of orange juice a day till the cold is gone. But I don't keep going like that. That's what medicine is about, is a big push of a couple different items for a short amount of time. When you're done, you don't need the medicine anymore. The weed addicts love the medicine advertising line. And that's exactly why the government invented it. So that the person's like, I'm med like medicine sounds like I'm healthy. And again, what are the observational uh, analysis? Like what observational analysis do you have of the people who smoke weed every day? I got some because a lot of my friends do it. And I've watched them for decades and decades. Trust me, it's not medicine. doesn't make you healthier. certainly doesn't make you smarter. makes you stuck makes you stuck in your stuckness. And not only does it make it stuck in your stuckness, it gives you this like grandiose version of yourself that you're living the good life. And it's exactly what the people who rule us want. They want you in a slave camp where you have all the, uh, you got all the luxuries, the five-star luxury slave camp. And I mean, this is, this is what they want. They want the, the free weed, the free Wi-Fi, and everything else that you're the free alcohol, the free planet fitness, and they're just gonna lock you in there, never let you out. The free Starbucks, the free coffee. And what about the coffee? What about people demanding that they need the coffee? They're absolutely saying, I need the coffee, I need my morning coffee. I'm going to put up some articles about coffee, some videos about coffee. There could be nothing worse for you on a daily basis. There was a point where I wouldn't take self-sabotage clients until they tried to quit coffee on their own. Most of them couldn't, so then I'd have to jump in and help them. But caffeine, not just coffee, could be caffeinated tea, could be energy drinks, could be pre-workout. Caffeine is so destructive to your body and so destructive to your brain function, the optimal brain function, of course, that allows you to be abundant. And it's so well documented. If you go to Stephen Chernisky's book, Caffeine Blues, we'll make sure that's in the show notes as a link to it if you want. And I have many other links showing just how detrimental caffeine is to your brain function. Again, the people get up in the morning, what's the first thing they do? They take a hot cup of poison known to destroy them mentally, 
known to destroy them physically, destroys them spiritually, and you can't make a lot of money when you're running on the low IQ part of the brain, which is what caffeine does. And you're not going to have the energy to live your best life with the physical annihilation that caffeine inflicts on your metabolism. You're not going to have that. You're not going to have anything, no, you're not going to have any attributes that is needed for you to be successful. And if someone says, well, this guy has coffee and he's successful, well, he could be 10 times more successful. Why are you mentioning, like poison is poison. Caffeine's a poison. I even have a video of a uh, pest control expert that literally goes around with the pests, the bugs, the little bugs that he can't kill with his barrage of chemical um, compounds he uses coffee he just kills anything and he and he, he actually puts some bugs in a very i mean there's just a drop of coffee at the bottom of one of his uh, coffee cups as he's going to a pest control job he just drops a couple cockroaches in there they just die instantly this is how deadly coffee is and again people demanding demanding their worst life i have to have my wine government is needed i have to send my kid to school i have to call my kid a sinner or believe i'm a sinner i need the tv and the mind control weaponry of the tv and the movie screens i need it i need it i need it i need my worst life i demand my worst life this is what's going on even with the job market people are like i need a job I'm unemployed, I need a job. I'm like, why don't you start your own business? It's because they mind control you in the government indoctrination camps called school to have job focus. So having a job is better than having no job, but working for your for yourself is better than working for another person who controls the fruits of your labor and how much you make. If you're, if you're skilled, and of course you could be skilled at many things, start out on your own. But again, when people are unemployed, they, they can't even fathom it. The way this system works, where you're mind controlled into demanding your worst life, they can't, it's nothing. The worst life is programmed to scare them. People see me uh, not drinking alcohol, uh, you know, on a monthly basis, not drinking coffee, not drinking this, not drinking that, and, and working for myself, not having a job, the income's up and down. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's average. It's never below average. It's always really good. It's, it's well above average uh, compared to what people are making out there. But it scares them. They're terrified. Absolutely terrified. They're terrified not to be called a sinner. Terrified not to be told what to do by government. They're terrified not to have half their paycheck ripped away from them by government. They're afraid they don't know what to do with themselves if they're not sedating or distracting to the tv or the movie screen it terrifies them their best life terrifies them and that's part of the system i mean that is the system you program the masses to where their best life terrifies them because if you tell someone start your own business they literally that you got to get the brown pants on them because they literally shit their pants they do and they're terrified they'll do anything to go work for someone else to tell them what to do. It makes them feel more comfortable. Just like the poisonous wine makes them feel more comfortable. The coffee, the toxic coffee makes them feel more comfortable every morning. Because they're so used, they're so used to their worst life, their best life scares them. And this is what this podcast is really all about. Even... Um, Something like Christmas. The average person, they demand Christmas. They have no money. They're already in debt. Their houses are smaller 
They have more junk in their houses than they could ever know what to do with. They don't sell anything. They can't let things go. The way we do one thing is the way that we do everything. They can't change. They can't let things go. They're addicted to their memories of their genes from 1980 when it was the best night of their lives in the smoking uh, the band at Trans Am. Uh, you know, going down the road, rock, banging their head to White Snake. They can't let go of anything. They can't let go of Christmas. Why can't you stop spending money on Christmas on things you don't need? Your kids don't need more stuff. They need more you. They need more you in their face. They don't need more stuff. And in North America, people are just trying to buy their way to happiness. They think that their happiness is just another purchase, another cosmetic surgery, another certification, another good time adventure. They just think it's, they're one more good time adventure away from being happy. And, and that's, the tra- that's the trap, is that you're getting tricked into your worst life with everything on this list, including something as simple as Christmas. You can have Christmas, it's great, you get some time off, but you could have your whole year off if you planned your life properly. You could have Christmas every day of the year. You just don't need, it's not even a really Christmas season, because the way the government works, there's something called the killer calendar. The killer calendar is something designed by government where there's a holiday every six to eight weeks, and the holiday will always focus around you destroying yourself with alcohol and bad food, Because when you're overweight, sick, depressed, disoriented, diseased, and dysfunctional, you're just easier to rule, uh, manipulate, lie to, govern, control, and steal from. So the killer calendar is another thing where people are like, I can't wait for May 2-4 weekend. I can't wait for Canada Day. I can't wait for Independence Day. Yeah, you're right. It's a good time to celebrate you know, what we're proud of, but do you always have to get drunk? Do you always have to eat bad food? Do you always have to take vicious and insidious runs at yourself with toxic chemicals? And people can't understand, like when you're doing coffee, when you're doing wine, when you're celebrating like this on the holidays, when you're smoking weed, working jobs you don't like and getting depressed, and then watching mind control TV where people literally murder themselves you know, that's what TV and movies are. Like TV TV programs and movies, the, what people are deriving their entertainment from are literally actors uh, knifing or shooting each other or biting each other or just various negative repetitive imprints driven into your subconscious mind pathway. Of course, you're going to have a shitty life. Of course, your life's going to be in the ditch. So are you ready to let go of the things that destroy you? And if, if, you, if you can't, because a lot of people can't, then you want to go over to jchristoff.com, and that's, that, was, that wasn't intended to be in here. But if you really want to learn how to reprogram and let go of your shitty life to usher in your good life, you're going to have to learn how the subconscious mind works. So go over to jchristoff.com, look at my programs. I use the same mind control techniques that the government uses to sell you your worst life. And I just mind control you, brainwash you, and indoctrinate you into your best life. Um, Brainwashing, the direction of brainwashing, whether it's white magic or black, black magic, is in the hands of the magician. And I'm a white magician, and I'm going to try and brainwash you. Not even try. You'll see exactly how brainwashing works. Brainwash you in the right direction. Um, you could throw so many things into this category of people demanding their worst lives, circumcision. 
Does that make any sense to you? Beyond the fact that maybe you don't know that it's a Luciferian, satanic, occult ritual out of Babylon and Samaria designed to make the male docile and make the male sort of disinterested in sex or dysfunctional around sex. It also causes brain damage. It's known to, when you want to make a male slave-like and obedient, sort of take the male out of the male, that's what circumcision was for. And we'll put lots of citations in the show notes showing how damaging um, circumcision is. Why are people doing it? Well, because the guy next to them did it, or my dad did it, or my grandfather did it. Again, it's human behavior of the non-thinker. They simply do what they're doing because the other humans are doing it. No one's thinking, and you're going to have a damaged man. You're going to have a damaged boy. You're going to break the bond between child and adult. It's, it's moronic, folks. It's absolutely moronic. 90% of circumcisions are done without anesthetic, and the penis has more nerve endings per square millimeter than anywhere else on the body, but that's why this ritual was always focused on the penis because when you want to cause brain damage you send such a big huge electrical charge of pain up the spinal cord that it damages the prefrontal cortex which is the evolutionary part of the brain and you activate the limbic system which means that man will never fully develop beyond sort of teenage mentality and that means the man is easier to control in his less intelligent more fearful state this is what circumcision is about and it should be obvious to anybody, starting to, we have to start to think again. That's the point. Stop demanding your worst life and doing what, like, it's obvious. If there's anything that's obvious about how inverted this sort of programming can get, it's got to be circumcision. Makes no sense. And, of course, the child is confused for life. I love you. The, you know, the parents are kissing the child. Oh, thank you, know, because the child comes back completely in shock you know that's why sometimes they say the child slept through it no no that's called shock that's when the whole nervous system shuts down to try and protect what's left of the brain complex and the child is confused you love me but you just you know cut 25 percent of my penis off and who needs less penis we've talked about that before as males who really needs less penis do we really need less penis we need the natural penis what's wrong with the natural penis god gave us and most of the people who do this who say they honor god are, and doing the circumcisions they're religious it's it doesn't make any sense and it's not supposed to make any sense cuz that's what mind control is about you simply do you you're on cruise control and so are you on cruise control to your worst life? Are you demanding your worst life because you're on some kind of mental cruise control where you gave up thinking because you're just going to live out the beliefs, the behaviors, and the ideas of your tribe in order to bond with them, but you're not thinking uh, if that bonding is going to give you a very depressing, unsatisfying, and shortened life. That's what you have to start uh, talking about. Medical testing, I'm going to get my pap I'm going to get my blood tested. People, the medical system, we'll put this in the show notes, is the number one cause. The conventional medical system is the number one cause of premature death in the, in the U.S. and in the European Union. What goes on there has nothing to do with health. Like when someone wants to commit suicide in a movie, they go to the medicine cabinet 
any bottle of medication will do. It's not like they're looking for a particular bottle where one medication might kill and another one doesn't. Any medication can do Tylenol, aspirin, Prozac. It doesn't matter. Uh, Previs said it doesn't matter what you're taking. You're going to die. The whole the whole bottle of medication will kill you. No one's going to the vegetable crisper in the fridge and eating four heads of organic cauliflower to commit suicide. That's not what's going on. And and. People think that, you know, one the whole bottle will kill me, but one pill a day will make me healthy. You're demanding your worst life. You're demanding your worst life. And your doctor obviously doesn't check how, what you drink. You know, does your doctor ever ask you about your wine, your alcohol, your coffee, how many times you've been called a sinner so that you have low self-esteem and low self-worth so that you drink more, so you drink more coffee, so you take shit of your jobs because your self-worth is being gutted from the phrase, you're a, sin, a sinner. doesn't ask you anything like that. just says, oh, you're eating Doritos, you have high blood pressure. I'm going to give you some high blood pressure meds. You're going to stick them in your mouth with your Doritos. Does that make any sense? Of course not. And you're, tri- you're tricked. You've been tricked your whole life. You're tricked into demanding your worst life. You demand it. And then like the politician, they're going around trying to jockey for position in the next election. And everybody's like, I'm going to give $10 billion to, so people can have more health care. It has nothing to do with health. The people who are healthy don't go to the doctor. The people that are healthy don't take medication. And the pe- people who are healthy know that that's all part of the worst life syndrome. It's all part of the package. Like you're not going to be healthier eating poison. Just you think po- how do how do you think poison works? Poison makes your life better. Poison makes your life worse. Come on, folks, absolutely not. They go get tested, and all the medical testing. It's like a casino. All the odds are stacked in the favor of the house. The, the tests don't even test for anything. Take the PCR test for uh, what's falsely labeled as COVID to begin with. The PCR test tests for nothing. It's a random number generator. It'll fail 10 to 15% of everybody who takes the test. The more tests, the more cases you get. Most people are healthy. And, and they're, they're, they're pushing, this is just a new agenda, pushing you into another area where you're going to demand your worst life with COVID. Oh, he's not wearing a mask. She's not wearing a mask. I got my mask on. I'm safe. I got my four jabs, my 10 jabs. I got my 15 jabs. I can go to the concert and stand on one foot and I can be there for 15 minutes because my V-pass is I can't. They're just corralling you again into demanding your worst life. And you have to understand this isn't new. This is old. It can go all the way back to the Babylonian ritual of circumcision, all the way up to COVID in the middle is the alcohol. Supporting your troops is... If you support your troops, have them stay home. Isn't that the best way to support the troops? Like if there's a troop, I'm like, I support you. Stay home so you don't die. But if someone does invade our country, I'll get a gun and I'll be right next to you. But supporting you, I support the, I don't want you to be dead. So my support for you as a troop is to stay home with me. Raise your family in a moral and ethical way. Don't drink alcohol, don't drink coffee, eat healthy exercise and stay away from the doctor and let's build a strong community together. But oh no, they've been brainwashing people and support the troops is, yeah, I'm supporting them to go invade a country to steal the country's resources for the government, which is ancient ruling families. And they're tricking you to go kill yourself for, like 
That's what it's all about. There is no benefit to going to war. There is no benefit to the troops doing anything. And we'll defend the country together. If we've been invaded, everybody gets a gun. Everybody gets a gun. Everybody gets in at that time. But supporting the troops and supporting the country isn't going over to some other place to steal their oil or gold or diamonds or ingredients for cell phones and pretending it's about national security. This is all one big way. Like, if you demand to be a, a soldier or you, you're demanding that supporting the troops involves the troops always out in battle, you're demanding your worst life because your community will fall apart without the fathers and the mothers there to uh, raise the children. Your community will go in the shitter. So you're demanding your worst life again. The vaccines, we all know about. I will put up in the show notes 34 documentaries. None of the vaccines have ever been proven to increase resistance to disease or improve immunity. None of them. None since the day they were hatched out of, I can't remember his name, Dr. Edward Jenner. Was that his name, Edward Jenner? None of these vaccines have ever been designed to do anything but make you demand your worst life again. And that's what all the movies are about. We've talked about this before. I Am Legend with Will Smith, World War Z with Brad Pitt, Contagion with Matt Damon. All these people are in on it, folks. Dustin Hoffman in Outbreak, 28 Days. We can put up in the show notes just how many zombie vaccines save the day virus movies have come out over the past 15 years to flood your subconscious mind pathway to believe vaccines are healthy and will make you healthy as if, as if, do you not know how health works? You can't show up eating Doritos and donuts and inject poison into yourself and think you're immune to disease. It just makes you more sick. And that's what they're designed to do. You're demanding your worst life. Anybody going to a vaccine clinic, whether during the COVID era or the flu clinic, H1N1, um, <clears throat> or you're going back to Gardasil, MMR, whooping cough, pertussis, you stood in line. You demanded your worst life. You were tricked. You were absolutely tricked. You, you, you might as well have a judge's gavel slamming it down on the table saying, I want my worst life. I want to be poisoned. I want to be dysfunctional. And anybody that goes in, if you're that brainwashed, you're, it's the same people. The same person drinking coffee in the morning is the same person at the vaccine clinic. Same person drinking wine at night. Same person watching TVs and movies all the time. Same person demanding the government take their kids away from them and brainwash them at the government schools. And same people circumcising their kids. It comes as a cluster. It comes, it's, it's, like, it's like group marketing or target marketing. Everybody... Most people carry all these demands. They demand their worst life in every aspect, every level of their entire lives. And it's time to stop this. It's time to realize you've been fooled. It's time to start thinking again. It's, it's time to assess what's working in your life and what's not working. Obviously, drinking poison, using your mouth as a garbage compactor, injecting poison under your skin, that's the cabal's favorite way to take you down is injecting poison under the skin because 90% of your immune system is in your mucous membranes from your lips to your anus. So of course they love injecting poison under the skin, but they can't hold you down on your front lawn. Then it becomes obvious, you know, you get two 
police officers hold both shoulders down and here comes nurse Betty to inject your shoulders. Any, any onlooker would say, yeah, I don't think that's right. So they got to make sure you volunteer, you demand, you wait in line. It's so easy, you know, like, and by tricking you to volunteer for your own poisoning, um, there can be no criminal charges laid. Like you can't charge anybody when you're under mind control and demand your worst life. There's no legal clause or legal statute on the books by which you can charge someone for using psychological behavior modification against you. There used to be in the U.S., but Obama took that out uh, with the National Defense. um, There was a National Defense Act. I can't remember. NDAA, National Defense Administration Act. It was illegal to use brainwashing against the American public, but then Obama took it out. We'll put that inside the show notes as well. So folks, whether it's medical drugs, going to your medical doctor, that's got to be one of the funniest ones. People are like, oh, my doctor, and I got a, I got this specialist and that specialist. And I'm like, well, how, how specialized is their knowledge? You, you have never gotten healthy. You only gained more weight, complained more, hobbled more, <clears throat> got more sick, more financially destitute, and you play the victim more. Well, like what kind of specialists are you going to? And and people the people like those labels that they're you know, their disease is rare. It's not rare. It's common. It's common that the body breaks down when you you're convinced to demand your worst life. It de- it breaks down in many different ways. But if if they're all, it's all you're always going to have metabolic breakdown when you're using your mouth as a garbage compactor and you refuse to analyze and rationally review what you're doing with your life. And this is what the point of the podcast is: is basically stop demanding your own worst life, stop hurting yourself, stop hurting your children, make a stand, level up, adult up, lion up, and. Take this rite of passage from child to adult. We need more adults on the job. We, we need more adults on the field. Stop wasting your time on the couch, sitting there with your hands down your pants, watching Netflix or Amazon Prime or, or whatever. You're, you weren't here to watch TV, work a job you don't like, and sedate to your pain with THC, alcohol, cigarettes or caffeine like that's not what that's not what you're here to do you were here you were sent by the creator to accomplish something great Uh, the world is awaiting your greatness the world awaits your gift so it all starts with health too like if you want to know where to start um, start with two things start with my program uh, my 2020 program for overcoming self-sabotage. It'll teach you about mind control and what you need to know, know about mind control. And I, <laughs> if you think these talks are up front and forward, wait till you, I get a video screen in front of you. I'll show you things that'll make your head spin. And then also read Paul Check's book called How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy so that as you're breaking out of your mind control and your brainwashing, You'll know exactly what to eat and exactly how to exercise. And then you're going to start, you're going to start demanding your best life. So stop demanding your worst life. Start demanding your best life. If you have any questions, you can find the show notes. You can email me at jason at physicallimits.com. And you can find my programs at jchristoff.com. You're free to email at any time. I hope you got something out of this podcast. This is Jason Christoph signing off. 
Have a great day. Thank you for listening.